Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Today, Betsy. All right. What'd you do? Nothing. Well, what did you learn? Nothing. I don't know. I don't remember. Certainly nothing like getting an education. What? <laughs> oh, nothing, dear. Can I go home to Lisa Riley's house and play? Why, no, dear. Mommy hasn't any car. Oh, I told her I could. Well, Betsy, you can't, darling. I haven't any car. I thought you bought a car last week. Well, I did. I bought a used car, but Daddy said it needed some fixing, and I haven't gotten it yet. If you wanted to go and play with Lisa, why didn't you tell me this morning? I'd have given you a note so you could have gotten off the bus at her house. And then Daddy could have picked you up on his way home from the office. I didn't know this morning. Lisa asked me at recess. Well, I'm very sorry, dear. Gee, I don't like living way out here. I wish we lived back in our old house. Oh, now listen, when we get into our new house and don't have to live in the garage like this, you'll just love it. No, I won't. There aren't any other houses around here. I haven't anybody to play with. Yes, I know. But there'll be some more houses going up before long, and then I'm sure there'll be lots of other children. When? Well, soon, next year, I suppose. I know it's a problem, Betsy, and the truth is Daddy and I overlooked it when we decided to build out here. I guess we thought it'd be nice for you to live by a lake and have woods to play in. No fun to play alone. No, I know it isn't. I know it isn't. Well, as soon as Molly gets her own car to use, then I can take you places. Hmm? Now you go change your school clothes and put on some blue jeans and your heavy sweater. Will you play with me? Oh, darling, Mommy's ironing, honey. I have to work to do. Why do grown-ups always work instead of play? <laughs> I wish I knew, dear. Go on, change your clothes, pretty. I don't know what to do. Change your clothes. I'll finish this blouse, and then I'll read with you. I'll play with you or read you whatever you want, huh? Oh, thank you, Mommy. <laughs> Hurry up, then, darling. And I'll speak to Daddy as soon as he comes home about the car. <laughs> Are weekdays just work days for you? Well, in that case, we invite you to join us on CBS Radio, where any number of entertaining people are on hand to provide you with fun and companionship, even as you do your daily chores. Howard Miller, for example, turns up on most of these stations day after day with delightful new songs to play for you. He's never without the latest word on popular music, either. Whether he's chatting about a tune or playing one, Howard Miller is always a joy to hear. And then on the house party, Art Linkletter makes time fly for you, too. He makes all of his visitors feel at home so that you get to know them as people. And all the time the fun's going on is human interest, too. To make friends with people from all over America at the biggest party in the world, CBS Radio's House Party, where Art Linkletter is your host, and any old work day, why, it's just a perfect day. <laughs> Getting home tonight? Didn't the men come to fix the driveway today? What men? Well, did the men that level off the road put down the asphalt drive? I don't know anything about it. Honey, I told you, Mr. Dibble told me yesterday the driveway was going to be done today. No, you didn't tell me. Well, it doesn't matter, well, I told... dear. I've been here all day. I didn't see any men working on any driveway. There have been workmen in the house there doing things. Oh, no, 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 no. I tell you, when you're building a house, nothing gets done unless you sit right on top of them every minute. 
Boy. Did you have a tough day at the office? Yeah, I had a terrible day at the office. About four girls all sick with colds. There wasn't anybody to take a letter. I had several important ones I should have written and well, sent Well, now, off. sit down. Read the paper. Put your feet up and relax, huh? Uh, I fixed that veal and mushroom casserole that you like. Oh, <laughs> did you? That's good. Where's Betsy? Oh, the most wonderful thing. She came home from school. So lonesome. Wanted me to play with her. And just as we started to play checkers, a little girl from down the road, Susan something, arrived on her bicycle, and Betsy went off with her. It's dark out. She ought to be home. Well, Susan's mother called. We talked. She wanted Betsy to stay for dinner, so I said yes. I thought it'd be nice for Betsy to get acquainted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, have you talked to that Joe something? Huh? That mechanic about the car I bought? Because I really have to oh, have it soon. Yes, I mean, yes, Jesse yes. Another thing. Do you, do you know what it's going to cost to have that marvelous bargain you picked up for $150 fixed up so we can even drive it? I drove it back here and it drove very nicely except for that little noise which the man said could easily be fixed. I told you before that little noise you talk about with the gears which were stripped. In addition to that. Now look In here. addition to now listen and the necessity for all four new tires. Joe has given it a complete going over and says the whole thing might just as well be hanging together with hairpins and chewing gum. He says the insides aren't worth a dime, needs a whole new motor. Well, I don't believe it. The car looked lovely. You don't buy a car for how it looks. Well, from what I read, several million American people do buy cars for how they look. Yeah, yeah, but not used cars. I tell you, Joe is certainly right. He says a woman buys a car, she puts some gas in it, expects it to run forever. She has no idea what makes it run. What's worse, you, you, you women just don't seem to care. Oh, honey, I don't know why you go on like this. Because Rick. it appalls me, really, how, how women can live in, in, in such abysmal ignorance. I mean, you had an excellent education, really. You went to college. Well, I didn't take any courses in the fundamental study of spark plugs or advanced carburetors. Well, in sure fact, not. I don't think they had them. But What's the new motor cost? $50? $50. Oh, forget it, forget it. I mean, what, what is the use? I, 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 Where are you going? I'm, I'm going to look at the house and see what's been accomplished around there today. Well, you better take the flashlight. There's no lights there. Just a second. I think I know which box the flashlight is in. What makes the flashlight light up? Batteries. Would <laughs> you? All right, all right. What is a battery? So it makes the flashlight light up. All right, all right. <laughs> funny. Now, what, 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 what does a battery consist of? I mean, why does it make a flashlight light up? Oh, heavens, I don't know. But here it is, anyhow. I don't know why you're getting such a dither over all this. Does it matter? You know certain things, I know others. What does an angel food cake consist of? How many eggs does it take? I don't know. <laughs> all right, then. Dinner in 20 minutes. <laughs> What's the matter? Come back and bring the flashlight. I blew a fuse. You what? You blew a fuse. How on earth did you blow a fuse? I was trying to disconnect a small radio because I needed the socket for the coffee pot, and it just blew. Uh, I suppose you were grabbing hold of it by the cord. I have told you a thousand times, when you pull a plug out, you take hold of the plug itself. I not... was trying to, and it wouldn't pull oh. out. Makes me so mad the way they put a certain type of plug on a light cord. You can't get a good grip on it. So you grab the cord and yank. No, I didn't. Yeah. It's not a toy. What difference does it make for him? Take help me find the fuses, will you? Well, you look for the fuses. Where do you, where do you suppose the fuse box? I don't know. I suppose in the basement of the house itself. Oh, boy, I tell you, this business of living in the garage. Have we got any candles? Yes. Where are they? 
Oh, I don't know where they are. We've got some. One of these 50 boxes piled around here. Oh, no. Look, I'm the one who's upset. I've got a cake in the oven as well as the dinner. Now the stove is off. Flash the flashlight over here in this box. Maybe I put uh, extra fuses in here. I, I don't see it's how you here. can blow a fuse just just, just pulling a plug Hold out like that. Hold the flashlight up, please. Where is the plug you pulled out? Oh, right there in a the small way. Please, dear, don't keep just waiting. Well, the flashlight is on. It's the only light we've got in here. I can't see a thing without here. Bet you just yanked that cord. No, I didn't. Just... Oh, here. Here are the fuses. <laughs> Thank heavens. No, oh, apparently you didn't. There's nothing wrong with the wires on this cord that I can see. Here's a new fuse. Now, I guess I'll just have to wait in the dark while you go try to find the fuse box in the basement over all there. All right, all right. You yell if the lights go on now. I'll be darned if I can see how you could blow a fuse just, just, just unplugging it. Well, anyhow, I'll, I'll go look for the fuse box. I just grabbed one of the silver knives and tried it out. Now, I'll yell if the lights go on you... so you'll know. What did the... you say? I said I'll yell at you when the lights go on no, so no. you'll know. What? What did you say before that? I don't know. Oh, I said I had to pry the uh, plug out. What did you take to pry the plug out? Oh, I took a knife. <laughs> you took a knife? Oh, it wasn't one of our good silver knives. Don't get so alarmed. I didn't grab one of our everyday you, ones. You, you mean... I you, didn't hurt the knife. Are you out anything. of your everlasting... You took a knife to pry out a light plug? Well, it wouldn't come out otherwise. I, I couldn't just... get a grip on it, you know, so I, I just... I, I gotta sit down. What's the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Don't you know better than take a knife to pry out a light plug? Well, I know I blew a fuse. Blew a fuse? You could have been electrocuted. Oh, I don't think so, dear. I, I never heard anybody doing such a dumb thing. Did, didn't you get a shock? No. Well, I, I did. just fizzled I... a tiny bit and the lights went out. Just uh, sort of went, you know, like that little spark and that's all. I didn't get a shock. I didn't, dear. Well, I'm sorry. It's sorry. Not... Look, you better get down on your knees and thank heaven you're still here to tell a tale. Don't don't you know that you can't take a knife or anything metal like that and bring it in contact with the prongs of a plug that's plugged in? You Well, you direct the current right to the knife you're holding. It, 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 it... Well, I never heard that before. I know you shouldn't take hold of any electrical appliances with wet hands. Well, that's right. And in a way, this is the same principle. You mean, you mean to say that nobody ever told you not to do that? No, I don't remember ever discussing it truth is, I never thought of it before. Well, I... And actually, when I did do it just now, I thought, now, this is so simple. Why didn't I ever think of a knife before? In the future, that's what I'll use. <laughs> uh, now, look, you sit right there. Now, sit there and don't move. I'm going to find the fuse box and get the lights on, and then, by golly, whether you are interested or not, you're going to learn something about electricity and how things work. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. A long hoped for agreement between two hostile nations or a long-awaited falling out of thieves can take place on even the sleepiest of weekend afternoons. And that's why as you take time off from your own routine for rest and relaxation, you'll be pleased to know that expert CBS newsmen like Robert Trout, Alan Jackson, Charles Collingwood, Walter Cronkite, Bill Downs, George Herman, and Charles von Fremd are staying right on the job. Throughout the week, nearly every hour of the broadcast day, in fact, most of these stations present CBS News to make certain you're fully informed. London, Paris, Rome, Bonn, Tokyo, they're all brought to you when news breaks call for eyewitness reports. And of course, when the story is one you'd want to know about without delay, CBS Radio stands ready to interrupt any of our entertainment features on Saturdays and Sundays, as on every other day of the week. You count on CBS News to keep you right up to the minute with important current events. Ah, all right, all right now. What is an ampere? 
An ampere is the practical unit of intensity of electric current, being that produced by one volt acting through a resistance of one ohm. Uh Uh-huh. What is an ohm? Ohm. What is an ohm? An ohm is the practical unit of electrical resistance, being the resistance of a circuit in which a potential difference of one volt produced... Oh, honey, I don't even know what I'm talking about. What is direct current? Direct current. Something that when you kiss me, I get a shock. (laughs) <laughs> oh, honey, don't look at me that way. Why don't you give up? I realize now that what I did tonight was idiotic beyond belief. But somehow, in all my life, nobody ever told me not to use a knife to pry out a light plug. Oh, honey, now don't be mad at me. I'm not mad at you. I'm not at all mad at you. You know why I'm looking at you this way? Because it, it really just hit me now that, that, you know, I nearly lost you tonight. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, dear, and what a way to go. Honey, I want to apologize for being mad about the car and yelling at you. You know, I feel terrible. I really do. I mean, what if something had happened? You know, all the rest of my life, I'd remember how... Oh, honey, come here, come here, come here. You know, I just can't imagine living without you. Dumb as I am? Dumb as you are, which is smarter than I am. (laughs) I should say so. You don't even know how many eggs in an angel food cake. How have you gotten along all these years? I've had you. (laughs) Thank heaven I've still got you. (laughs) One thing I do know, that's how to eat an angel food cake. (laughs) Oh, well, come on, show me. Let's have dinner. Oh, honey, don't follow me around. I'm all right, sweetheart. I'm safe and sound. I Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers as Betsy and is produced by Walter Hart. Remember to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door.